Harmony, welcome back to the Membership Track Podcast. Uh, I'm Kent Wagner with Harmony, and uh, let's jump into it. Today, we are going to be talking about I will be a functioning church member, and my hope is that by the end of this, you'll understand just how different church membership is from other kinds of membership, and you'll see how you can make a huge difference. What's up and welcome to the Harmony Christian Church Membership Track Podcast, where you learn to take your relationship deep with God and take your next step into becoming a functioning member of the body of Christ as we advance the kingdom by living for God and loving people. Listen, uh, when we talk about the word member, what we what we find is that most of the time, the way people think about it is almost like a country club membership. You know, um, like you have rights. You you get uh, you get so many. You get a discount on drinks. You uh, you get to sit by the pool whenever you want. You get access to to the tanning room, all that kind of stuff. And that's kind of when we talk about membership in the world. That's what we mean is that you are a member. I. I personally uh, pay for an Amazon membership and I get access to free shipping. I get, I get access to stuff that other people don't get access to. I need to tell you that biblical membership is totally different than that. It is actually, um, it actually comes, the idea of membership in the church comes from a scripture in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 31. And if I could read this to you, I think you'll see how membership is more like being a part of the body of Christ with a function and a role to play. Listen to this. This is 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 31. It's the Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian church, and he says this, Just as a body, though one part has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were, we were all baptized by one spirit as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If, if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say, to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and kinds of different tongues. And all are apostles, all are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret, now eagerly desire the greater gifts. 
when uh, Paul uses the word parts, the old way that the, the older translations would translate that word was they would translate it as members. See, Paul is talking about how every single one of us is a member of the body of Christ. You may be a pinky finger, you may be an eyeball, you may be an ear, you may, you may even be a big toe, but you serve a role in the body of Christ. And so when we talk about being a member of the body, what we're talking about is you being a functional member of the church, that you actually you actually make a difference. Um, I've known some people in my time, maybe you've known somebody like this too, who has a part of their body that's not functioning. And, and it almost just becomes, um, it, it almost becomes like, like, like something they carry around with them because that part of their body, as much as they wish it would function, it doesn't function. This was actually something Jesus, when he was around people, would do regularly is he would find somebody with, with a hand that was uh, crippled and he, he would heal it so that, that that body part would become functional, almost as a metaphor to what he would do for you and I, where he would take us out of being just people in the world who viewed our lives as just individuals making it through our day to becoming a functioning part of his body, that when you join Jesus, you joined as part of the functioning part of the body of Christ. So what does it mean to be a functioning part of God's body? Um, this is what it means. It, it means a few things. It means being, being functioning means that you lead out of love. Um, this means that you're a servant leader, that, that you remove ego from the equation and how you choose to lead in your everyday life. Uh, because a functioning member understands they are a part of something much bigger. Not everything can be about them. Um, this is one of the ma- main reasons why it's so important to understand the difference between membership in the world, like membership at Amazon, and membership in the body of Christ. Because when you understand that your ego, you getting the way, what you want, isn't the most important thing, it means that you understand that the church doesn't exist to meet my needs. I exist to meet the needs of those around me in the church. And that is a huge mind shift. If you start to think of your life, not just as that, that the church exists to meet your needs, man, I don't know how many churches I've seen implode because they get this all wrong. People arguing about the, the color of the carpet or people being upset because there's, there's a haze in the air for, for the lights to come on when the lights come on or, or there's no lights and there's no haze and people are so upset about whatever it is that's their issue that they're singing my song and I love it or they're not singing my songs and I hate them, uh, that they get upset about their needs and they forget that we're to be a part of the body of Christ, a member of his body, and that I exist to meet the needs of those around me in the church. When you get that piece flipped in your mind, it will change everything for being a part of the church. So being a functioning member means leading out of love. Being a functioning member, the second thing that it means is it means finding your fit in ministry. Um, you need to start asking the question, what are you gifted at? Where do you currently serve? Um, Paul Paul says that, that one of the one part shouldn't say to another part that it isn't needed. But today, most often, uh, we remove ourselves from serving in the church. It's not that, that somebody else is saying to us, like, you're not needed. It's that we're saying, I'm not needed, or I don't have the time for this. We actually have on our website, if you go, there's a there's a link that you can click on that is a volunteer link, and you can there's a 30-second questionnaire that we put together that will help you find your fit if you don't know what your fit is. But it's a question that you need to start asking. What are you 
gifted at and how could you use that for the kingdom? We would love to help you with that. But regardless, it is it is an, a vital piece of finding your fit in ministry is a vital piece of becoming a functioning member of the body of Christ. The third thing that it means is this. It means being a functioning being a functioning member means investing in the mission means investing in the mission. Listen, Harmony is a church that cares deeply about the mission of God. We we long to see God's kingdom advanced into your grandkids' lives. We long to see God's kingdom advanced into your children's, into your husband's life, and into your spouse's life. We long to see the kingdom coming into your workplace and transforming your boss and the people that you work with. We long for that. But we also want to have you join us in that longing. Can't just be something that I carry. Can't just be something that our youth pastor carries or or our, our children's pastor or our worship pastor. It has to be something that as a church, as the body of Christ, we all carry together. Uh, and so what that means is that we take the sacrifice that people make we, we take those sacrifices seriously. Um, we, we believe in the stewardship of the things that God has given us. Um, we, we believe in taking seriously uh, when, when, you, when you work and you, you work all week long and then you give 10% of that, uh, what you made in, in the offering and you give that to the church. We take that super seriously as a church because we understand that it takes sacrifice for us to accomplish the mission. As a matter of fact, we take it so seriously in our stewardship that, that every time somebody gives, that money is counted three times. There's incredible systems of accountability. Uh, I, I never personally even touch the money. I don't know who gives and who doesn't give. Um, we have a whole, I'm, I'm completely separate from that system of accountability. Our staff doesn't set the salaries. We operate off of a budget. We do all that because we know how much it matters that you work all week long to sacrifice, to be a part of investing in the mission. And that's what functioning means, that you are invested here, that you give here, that you serve here, that you lead out of love here. Listen, our church embraces the idea of being shockingly generous, uh, and we believe that it ignites in us a passion to know and be and to make a tangible difference in the lives of people around us. Hey, um, this is, this, this is, a vital piece of you starting to learn what it means to be a member. And we hope that this whole membership track podcast is something that is becoming helpful for you. I'd encourage you to maybe share this with somebody else. If you know somebody who's coming to Harmony next week uh, or the next episode, I guess, if you're not listening to this every week, uh, we'll be talking about I will be a unifying church member. And we're going to be going into what it means to be unifying as a church member and kind of dealing with with that topic. Hey, have a great rest of your day. And uh, thanks for taking the time out of your day to learn what it means to be a member at Harmony. If you haven't gotten subscribed to our weekly message podcast, be sure to check it out by visiting harmonychurch.cc slash podcast. We think you'll find it encouraging and life-giving. If you are not supporting the ministry of Harmony financially, we'd love to have you prayerfully consider taking the step to start giving regularly so we can continue to reach more people with the message of Jesus. You can do so by visiting harmonychurch.cc slash give or texting any amount to 859-459-0316. That's 859-459-0316. 90316. Just text any amount to that number and you can give automatically via text message. We know every life is changed because of people like you who have made a commitment to help advance the kingdom. Until next time, keep living for God and loving people.